And there's a ball in the air, deep in the outfield. Got a chance. Got a chance. Gone. Three-run homer. McNamee. McNamee. Big hit. Mac just did it again. Around and around and around they go. And a bases-clearing triple for Tanner Allen. And this place is busting at the seam. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. What's up, Bulldog fans? After a rough weekend, it's your boy, Dogs Today, here with my co-host, Matty Light. And uh, this is our Florida preview here with our boy, uh, Reed Green. What's up, Reed? What's up? We're hoping you can give us some uh, insight on on what to expect this weekend. Um, I have not probably watched but maybe two Florida games this year, and I know they're struggling uh, up upon their expectation, and obviously State is as well. So, uh, you know, what do you think's going down this weekend in Starkville? Uh, I think the home field advantage could help out State, and if the State's rotation stays the same, because I keep up with both teams, State I think. Probably take Saturday and Sunday because Florida's ace, Hunter Barco, I believe is their Friday starter, and he's one of the top pitchers in the uh, SEC right now. And, uh, you got to also watch out for Judd Fabian. He strikes out a lot, but he's like a big power hitter and kind of reminds me a little bit, a little like Hunter Hines where he can just launch the ball 400 feet and just turn the game and change the game uh, like that. Yeah, I got you. Uh, what is the uh, what's the primary pitch the ace throws? Um, I want to say it's I think it's a breaking ball and I think a little bit of a fastball. What's his fastball touch? Uh, I think it's uh, low nineties, I believe. Okay, ninety two, ninety four ish, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's like ninety, ninety two ish. I think he can touch up to ninety four. I got you. And then he's so, also the SEC Pitcher of the Week back in February and the Collegiate National Baseball Player at the beginning of the season as well. Okay. So, Reed, you're from Starkville originally, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. When did you move? Uh, I moved to Florida in 2016, and then I moved to Gainesville in 2018. I just moved back to the Panhandle. Okay. Did you go to state for, like, a year or two and then go to Florida or like how like how did all that go down? I actually went to State Dax last year so I saw him play as a student which was cool. Yeah. And then I transferred to West Florida which is a D2 school kind of started over college there changed my major and I got my AA there in two years and then I transferred to UF and a, a lot of the credits from State and West Florida did not transfer over and then I declared one major changed again after my first semester there so pretty much i do another whole three and a half four years there as well so i've so, I've so you were in college like seven years pretty much yeah because i've i've had four different majors i had to declare a major twice and i had change a major one so i've i've had to change my major or declare one four different times so that put me behind a little bit what'd you finally decide on uh, sports media and journalism and UF's J uh, journalism and communication school, like Aaron Andrews went there, Laura Rutledge, oh, okay. and a bunch of a bunch of other people. Baddies, yeah, I got gotcha. you. So you said Saturday, Sunday, dogs can take it. Do you like? 
I know you keep up with, with both teams. Do you really think there's a shot that either of these teams have of making a regional right now? Uh, I think Florida might have a slightly better chance, but they are one conference win behind the state, so I think they're eight and 13, I believe. It's um, either, yeah, it's, they either have seven or eight. I'm a, they, they have eight. Um, double check over. I think Florida has a – I'm going to look at their schedule real quick. I believe they have a easier road to uh, make it. Cause like they easier start, home stretch because ours is pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah Florida's I mean, our easiest weekend from here on out. Right. I, I actually – Hunter Barco's uh, – he's out for the year. Oh. What, uh, Tom three, John or what happened? Uh, his elbow discomfort. Those are, I thought I saw something about it, but it was reported uh, two weeks ago. Hmm. So it says Hunter Barco will be out indefinitely and it's on Saturday Down South and a bunch of other uh, news outlets. Huh. I hadn't so seen that. It happened with... Wait, what? I said I, I hadn't seen that. I thought yep. I heard something about it, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, it happened within the past two weeks. Yeah, so Florida obviously comes here this weekend, and then they go to Missouri, which should be easy, but as we found out, it apparently isn't. Yeah. Um, and then they've got uh, Florida State in the midweek, and then uh, South Carolina at home, which South Carolina is kind of flaky as well. But that's definitely a more favorable schedule than, than what we have the rest of the way, because A&M is red hot, and we all know what Tennessee is right now. Yeah. Um, and our RPI is, is – in an awful, awful hole right now, which is partially because of like our early season scheduling and these cupcake opponents we had and like Princeton and North Kentucky and they're just like they're they're both like two hundred plus in the RPI and that just really hurts. It doesn't matter if you win the games or not. But yeah, uh, I think Florida was still like top twenty in the RPI, which is crazy to even think about. But yeah, yeah I, think they, I think I believe they beat Arkansas two out three in games. Well, that definitely helped their RPI. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I have forgotten uh about that. Yeah, yeah. They won seven two and nine seven. That was early April. I think I caught the first game. That was the one that Arkansas took. But you know, um, uh, Reed, I got a question for you. Just kind of going into uh Florida as a whole baseball program. I mean, last year they were ranked super high preseason. This year, uh, I can't remember exactly. Well, they were ranked one overall preseason last year, I believe. And then they, I can't remember exactly where they were at the beginning of this season, but I know it was super high again. And they've kind of underperformed both years. I mean, Mississippi State has definitely underperformed where they were ranked at the beginning of this year. But I feel like a lot of that was coming off of, you know, where we got to rank them up there because they won the national championship the year before. But I was just kind of – Wondering your thoughts on where Florida is ranked a lot of the times coming into seasons and where they usually end up. Like I know they're, you know, historically have been a pretty good ball club. We got some national championships, um, but at least in the last two years, they've pretty hardly underperformed where they were projected to be at the beginning of the year. And I was just wondering kind of your thoughts on that. I think, Part of it's like the logo and how they were from the late 90s until they won the national championship. And they still recruit even at a more elite level than state does. But I think one thing that really hurt the program was the COVID year. 
I mean, they lost a lot of players, and they're still one of the most talented teams in the nation, but their team is still super, super young. And then, like I said, their ace is out, which hurt the morale of the team, and their potential over the win on Friday night. I don't think it's too much of the coaching staff, but I know there's heat coming down on O'Sullivan right now, like underperforming since he won that national championship. Yeah, and I think a lot, lightning in a bottle a that year, or like how, like, what what has changed since the 2017 title? Like, uh, obviously they're bad, but like, why? 2018, I didn't really keep up with them because that's before I moved there. But uh, 2019, I know they lost at Super Regional to Auburn, I believe. So that that Florida team was really good, and I thought they were had a shot to win the national championship. They just ran to a red hot Auburn team. And then the COVID year, they were on track to be really good. Kind of like how Ole Miss was. Right. But then that kind of messed up like their rhythm as a whole, like right now as a program. And they're still really inexperienced as a uh, as a whole right now. Even though their talent's elite. Is uh is O'Sullivan like a well respected coach down there? Or like I mean, aside from the recent lack of success, like he doesn't seem like a very likable person to me. No, I've heard story. I've heard like my friends who knew some of the baseball players. I've heard pretty much all of them say they hate O'Sullivan. Like I know coach is supposed to be tough, but when I've heard stories the past four years, how like every single player hates him. As a coach, I think that says a lot. Yeah, that's a problem. Like you can dislike some parts about a coach and maybe resent some things that he makes you do as a coach, but you have to respect him. And if they don't respect him or, you know, if they're mad at him and don't like him, and then they're not going to play for him, you know? Yeah, and I've had like, two people that's helped work with the baseball team, like behind the scenes, and they said he's a word I can't repeat on this podcast, and I kind of agree with them. Well, you can say whatever you want. Oh, they say he's like a total dick and – He's an asshole to like every like not just players. He's the asshole to everyone. Really? Yeah. Like that's yeah. No, worse things have been said on here. It's okay. Yeah. Well, kind of no, going okay. going off maybe the uh, O'Sullivan thing and kind of what I was talking about earlier, but like Florida has had recent success in winning national championships. They have consistently bring talent to that ball club. Like like you said, they're a very talented team. They recruit on a very high level. Um, they have have just redone completely redone the baseball stadium. I mean, it's a beautiful looking stadium. Um, why do you think that? Because like when I watch Florida games, like even at the home stadium with the beautiful stadium and the team that's you know supposedly supposed to be pretty good, the fan support doesn't look like it. It like matches up with some of the other big SEC schools with maybe worse even worse, uh, you know, facilities and stuff like that. So I kind of was wondering what you think. I mean, is the fan support there just more behind the scenes or is it really kind of lower end of, you know, some of these or lower than it should be, I guess, is my question. I think the fan support is, uh, as a whole is pretty bad because I've seen – I've been to Florida football games as a student. Uh, there's a few games where it's sold out like 85, 90,000 people like LSU when they beat Joe Burrow the Auburn game for game day in Alabama this past year. It was sold out. I've been to other games right before kickoff. It looked like the stadium was barely over half capacity and we seeing about 50,000. And I've been, I've, for the most part, fan support for their softball, gymnastics, and 
partly basketball is good. But from what I've seen for football and baseball, their fantasy point is lacking in a severe way. It's so weird. I mean, is part like, of that just because, like, Florida has so many, so much football? Like, you know, you got Miami, Florida State, and, like, even UCF's decent. Like, do you think, think that draws away? Uh, I think part of it is – it's going to sound weird, but it's, like, the academics because I've heard – like stories from other friends that grew up around Gainesville and like lifelong Florida fans. UF has always been a good academic school, but then they got so caught up in like their academic ranking being top 10 in the country, which is number five now, that they turn away a lot of uh, in-state students who are lifelong Gator fans. Right. For international students, students from California, New York, that have no connection to UF. Yeah. Don't so they, don't know, athletics. they don't know anything about football or baseball there and a lot of their uh in-state like fans end up going to fsu and just turning to fsu fans because like the way florida academics work they pissed off a lot of people and i think what you see on tv especially for football if it's not sold out you're the camera's facing the student section and that looks like where it's empty where like a lot of students don't even go to the games right hmm. Hmm. what like missions for florida right now like requirements? Um, I think out of, because uh, I went as a transfer, so uh, I had a lot of way. Yeah. But a lot of people I know that came in as freshmen there came in between between 40 to 60 credits out of high school, over 4.0 GPA, and um, like around 34 to 36 ACT score, and over 800 SAT. Gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I would have made it in the U.S. I'm gonna say no, that right I, I, I would not have survived anyway. I'd I, 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 I have been a Florida State person for sure. Um, so yeah, so like, what's your opinion on I guess Scott Strickland then, like throwing all this money at the park, but like they can't get anybody there. Uh, that I really don't know, but I, will, I think the fan support this year has been better because I've seen Snapchats on Friday night where I get a better look at the stadium as y'all would on TV. Yeah. For I think before Hunter Barco went like got hurt and they were losing games and laws, Friday night crowds are drawing close to six to seven thousand, which their capacity is I think seventy five hundred. So they had Friday night games where they were drawing close to next capacity, but other than that, like even when they were top five every year, the fan support just wasn't there. Like, I don't know, like, I think, like I said, academics for the students, but for the alumni, I think they're just fed up with how the whole athletic pro- or programs have been ran since the past decade after Tebow left. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I guess, just not been very sustainable since – since Tebow and Urban's days, but and you would think with the town for three hundred thousand people, they would have no problem getting there. But ticket prices for those events too are still expensive for a lot of the locals. There. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like I understand Mississippi doesn't have any pro sports, but as you know, like Starkville's small, and like they even when we blow, we pat, like the dudes at least like ten thousand people. I just don't. But, like, it's odd that, to me. It seemed like for like the first like. Two to three months of the season, Friday night crowds were sold out. Saturday, about eighty-five percent full. Sunday, Sunday games, but seemed like the pictures and snaps I've been seeing the past month, 
The cross is dwindling because I think partly the team's performing way below expectations. And see, are you talking about for for Florida or State? Now, Florida. Okay. And, okay. And then yeah, that's another thing that kind of caught me off guard that you just said that your Friday games usually outperform fan attendance wise. Uh, your Saturday games, which, like, uh, like even even on big weekends, like at the dude, usually Saturdays have a lot more fans for us than. I mean, Friday is still a lot of a lot of people there. It's a full stadium, but Saturdays is usually more full for us than uh, Friday or Sundays. So I, have, like, I think a lot of students go to Tampa, Jackson on the weekends, or there's a uh-huh. bunch of like hot hot springs around there, and they go surfing because like Gainesville. From either uh, oceans and our drive, so a bunch of students like go do stuff that they couldn't do during the school week. So that also contribute to contributes to it a little bit. We also cannot relate to such activities. No, so that does make sense. Yeah, that that actually sounds really nice. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, I wish but, I had uh, beach clothes. Yeah, I mean, and then you got you got TPC Sawgrass like 45 minutes away from Gainesville and a bunch of nice golf courses and. <laughs> Well, if I could afford playing TPC Sawgrass in college, then I must have a really good on-campus job because I would not have been playing any TPC courses in my college days. They actually don't go play there, but I've had a bunch of friends go to to, uh, weekend tournaments there besides... uh, Oh, you mean just go like watch tournaments and stuff? Yeah, and then my friends and... I got a bunch of friends that go to Rage games or they go to the Miami Heat games in the playoffs, and that takes away from part of the attendance as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I was just kind of wondering just because, I mean, for a program that has been really good in the past 10 years, I just kind of thought it was a little, you know, the fans just wasn't there. I mean, I see more fans support in places like Southern Miss that their ballpark is, like, awful. And you know stuff like that, but I guess you know a lot. Of, you made a lot of good points about at why some of that could be. So yeah, and indeed, like I just realized this now. Florida made Omaha four straight years from fifteen to eighteen. Like I mean, that's yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Like we we're on a three in a row, and it doesn't look like that streak's gonna keep rolling. But it it's definitely a, an impressive feet you know to make three or and four. also like a lot of the Alice state students are they follow pretty much strictly pro sports as well they haven't like college baseball outside of south and part of the west coast is not big and a bunch of the northern kids they might go to a few football games but they just follow pro sports and just go to bars to watch the yankees or whoever play so like what is the i don't know since you've been to both schools i guess i'm just going to kind of dig into this like, what are the, I don't know, pros and cons of going to, like, state versus Florida? Like, obviously, Florida, uh, Gainesville, there's more to do. But, like, just, like, what are the people like? What are the classes like? Like, what, like campus differences, et cetera? Uh, what is the first part of the question? Uh, just, like, pros and cons of, like, each school, like, What's better about one or worse about one compared to the other? From a from a student uh, perspective, the nightlife in Gainesville is a lot better because there's a, a bar district literally across the street from the biggest library there, um, and there's a bunch of clubs and like a massive ass cigar lounge downtown with like a full service bar, and it's like a whole park where they have like concerts, 
And then I know the state would have a uh, what's the concert in the fall? Bloodbath. Yeah, they have that, but I know like Gainesville recently, like last year, they got Riley Green and Dirk, uh, Dirk Spilling back to back weeks, and because yeah, there's like one big uh, country bar that draws country that, uh, performers, and the classes are harder, but the, the professors are really good. It makes it easy. But I only went to state for one year, so I only knew a few professors. But as far as the football atmosphere, I would say state is way better. Really, I'm not, I'm not being biased as like a bigger state fan. Like tailgating at state, like you get the junction and all of that. At UF, you have like a few alumni tents scattered throughout the entire campus. But there's a bunch of parking garages so people have to tailgate out of their cars. Yeah, it's not, not really a big grip. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but there was a lot of the parking garage stuff at Tennessee when I went up there, and I was just like, "This really doesn't impress me all that much." Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't impressed with Knoxville either. Um, I think it's like bigger grass lots made for tailgating, kind of like Ole Miss and Alabama, LSU have, and Auburn, but Florida, like, because their campus is a lot more urban. Because you know, like, states kind of separate from Starkville, Florida's mm-hmm. like right in the middle of Gainesville, so, like, they have, like, no main areas for tailgating, right. and all the all the fraternities tailgates are in the uh, the house, which is kind of fun, but it's still, I think the junction's way better. Hmm. Well, that's good to know we got something. Uh, all right, what, like, is there, like, a Greek row, or are they all, like, spread out, kind of how, like... No, there's, there's uh, a main uh, frat row and sorority row in there, on opposite sides of the campus, but there's one sorority house on Frat Row, and there's I think four frat houses, technically not on UF's campus, but they're across the street from the entrance. And there's there are five five frat houses. Yeah, technically, Sorority Row and Frat Row are not on UF's campus. They have to deal with the uh, Gainesville Police Department versus the campus. So. The main front row is in the campus by the old baseball stadium. Yeah. And sorority rows by uh two like is that the intersection, like two of the busiest streets in Gainesville. Well, I guess there's pros and cons to being on and off campus. You're dealing with the city cops, but at the same time you don't have to follow like school rules or whatever. But uh, yeah, because when I when I rushed, so I went to uh, ATO. It's like the biggest one there because they had uh, Steve Sprayer was at ATO. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to deal with Gainesville cops. I want to follow city rules or school rules. And I was thinking, I'd still rather follow school rules than follow the Gainesville Police Department. Right. They're probably not going to jail you for as many things. They just want parking ticket money if they're yeah, in the like state anyway. But, uh, oh, yeah. On the on the football train, like, so what's the, the Dan Mullen uh, vibe? Cause that that was a roller coaster of events for like the four years he was there. Oh, once I got there, I'm like, he might win ten games at most. He's not going to compete with Kirby Smart. And all my friends were like, "Oh man, we're going to win a national championship in four years." And they're like, "If COVID didn't happen, if we didn't lose to uh, uh, LSU, we would have won the national championship. We would have beat Bama in 2020." And then no shot. And then. After I think the 2019-2020 season, they started to see how Dan Mullen recruited, and I'm like, "Yep, I told y'all so." But yeah, now, he's always been lazy on the recruiting trail. But Florida fans, uh, 
I mean, now with Napier, to think they're thinking, oh, four years, oh, yeah, we're going to win national championship again. So like, are, guess, they, are they about as naive as Tennessee football fans? Yeah, no, not as bad though. But close. Yeah, because I think they know if they have the right coach, they can recruit like the most fertile high school football recruiting ground in the country. Which, if they, with the right coach, they can. But they still, I think, have probably the third worst football facilities in SEC, second or third worst. Really? Wow, like, I did not know that. Oh, it, uh, their old AD Jeremy Foley, who. Or help orchestrate nearly thirty national championships for the athletic department. He was good, but the facilities were so bad. Like I, when I actually saw the baseball stadium in person, I'm, I looked like a a rundown high school stadium in Texas, and like it was that bad. And then for their standalone football facility, it was two outdoor fields and one indoor field, and their weight room was connected to the football stadium. Kind of dusty, but now they're they're tearing down the old baseball stadium and building an entire standalone uh, football facility where that used to be. The new one looks nice, or so I think it'd be around the top half of the uh, conference. But currently, it's still pretty bad for a school like Florida. When is when is that supposed to be finished in the next year or two? I think probably they broke ground on it. I think last summer. I think uh, right after – no, they broke ground on it right when the new baseball stadium opened. So I'd probably give like another year or so. Yeah. I guess. Does the new baseball stadium, like when they built it, like did they redo like the pitching lab and like the their weight room and stuff, or did they just do the stadium? Oh, they did like a whole new thing. It's built in, in a separate location. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The new stadium – uh. The seating is nice, but they could have done more with, like, the outfield seating. Yeah, I mean, it's like plastic Dollar General beach chairs out there. They could have made it similar to LSU and have bleachers out there, and it would have been better than what they have now in the outfield. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't want to, like, go for, like, the bleachers, because, I mean, I know bleachers aren't very aesthetic. Like, they could have done, like, some nice, like, seating lounge, but, like, standing areas. or Like, can you grill there? Can you grill in the outfield there or no? Uh... Actually, I haven't been to a game in person there, but I've never seen anyone grill when I've driven by. For so, I don't think you can. That's a shame. Can you bring in forty-five quart Yetis with beer in it? That's the real question. I don't. I think people can sneak stuff in, like the whistle football, but no, you cannot. As far as I know, also a shame. Kind of communism. Part of it that hinders him, though, the parking on campus for any sporting event is actually really, really, really bad. That probably has something to do with it, too, because if I have to walk completely across campus, I'm less likely to go to something, you know? I mean, yeah, if it... all, most. Oh, no, go ahead. My bad. No. I was going to say, also, like, most of the parking garages still, you have to have uh, their student parking, so you have to have uh, the uh, sticker so you can park there, otherwise, your car's going to get booted. So that also, it's not public parking on the weekend. It's strictly student parking, I believe. Well, man, it's like well, the student okay. parking by the, by the. Uh, what am I thinking of? The the workout facility at Mississippi State. Now I'm drawing a blank. The Sanderson. Yeah, the Sanderson. Like that whole parking lot. Even if you have a student parking pass for that parking lot, when there's a baseball game or a basketball game. You can't park there, even if you have the parking pass. So it's like, 
that 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 that's always dumb to me. I, I, always I think, hate it. I think it's going to change with the parking garage though, because they're building that parking garage. It should be done uh, oh, this yeah, fall. Yeah, I forgot I about that. Reed, can you, can you walk across like like you know Starkville? Like you can walk from like the dude to Frat Row, or like from the dude to Davis Wade, like in ten minutes. Like, is Florida like that, or is it larger or smaller, or what? Uh, from where the the baseball stadium's in the bad spot of campus, but you can walk from Frat Row to the stadium in ten minutes. Okay, yeah, well that's not bad. That's then, you know, got to get Greek life up there. They should give them like some some boxes or like some area in the outfield where they can do their shenanigans and well, unless they get uh, tickets and chair backs because chair backs because their entire stadium's chair back only. Right. Everyone sits on the berm because there's two berms on either side. Gotcha. Where have I seen that before? Where have I seen that before? <laughs> no, oh, the, entire, the, the entire stadium looks similar to State Stadium without the upper level of the chair backs. It's almost like their AD used to be State's AD. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, fuck that guy. Uh, anyway, so what is your – I mean, I know, like, we both kind of, like, talked about what could happen w- with playoffs here for both teams. Like, how do you see it playing out for Florida and State both, like, realistically? Realistically, I, as of right now, I think – this series couldn't – it will make and break one of the other teams. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think uh, – also think if – if if because Florida has State, Missouri, and South Carolina, mm-hmm. Florida definitely has an easier road. And I think if they win this one, they can win the next three and get a spot in Hoover and try to make a run. But if they lose and State gets on a roll like they did in 2018 – they can make it, but as of right now, I don't see either team making a regional. I yeah, I, I could see Florida if they win this weekend, then maybe they take some of that momentum and win some games down the stretch and get there. I just in my mind, like I trust me, I want us to be in postseason play. But I mean, even if we win this weekend, I think it's very hard for us to make a regional at this point, even even with a win this weekend. So it's like, it. I mean, it could happen, but we have more. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think Florida could make a regional if they win this weekend and the next two, but I don't. We're, I don't think we do. State needs to win five five more SEC games in in regular season. Yeah. So they can either sweep this weekend, which I don't think we can. I don't think we just have the pitching to sweep anybody. But, but let's say let's say they take two from Florida, then they need to take two from A and M, and they need to take one from Tennessee. Now you can find those five wins anywhere, realistically. But we also know unless Tennessee just comes to Starkville already with the with the bag secured and they're just like resting up, we're not beating Tennessee. Florida played Tennessee close, and they lost 3-0 on Saturday mm-hmm. and played to 11 innings on Sunday. The only blowout was the Friday night game, and it was 8-2. to How legit do you think Tennessee is? You know, I think they're going to collapse somewhere. I don't know where, but I think they're going to collapse. I do, too. They're going, uh, there's um... gonna be, I think there could be one hot team out either the somewhere out west or – Either in the SEC out west or some mid-major conference, 
is going to go on a run to Omaha and come across Tennessee and beat them. Do you think their bats are loaded? Uh, I want to say yes, <laughs> but I really do not know. I mean, what, well, what's their what's their team home run total right now? Does anybody know? A hundred and seven. What's ours? Like eighty something? Probably in the nineties. I can. I think. I think State was third in home runs going into the Missouri series. In the conference. Mm-hmm. Well, we hit a bunch more in the Missouri games, even yeah. though we lost. <laughs> yeah. But, um, for some reason, we turned into Ole Miss, and just all we care about is hitting dingers. Yeah, I'm sick of this. But either way, um, I I don't know. See, I've been praying for the Tennessee collapse all year, and I've yet to see them really falter. Um, and I, you know, and like you said, maybe they do go into a regional somewhere and get beat off by somebody or a super regional by, you know, like an NC State or somebody like that. I'm not saying NC State's going to be there again this year, but, you know, someone like NC State did to Arkansas last year. Um, I could definitely see that happen. Uh, I'd love to see it happen, but it would. I, 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 I don't know. It's Tennessee to me right now is looking like the whole package, and it scares the shit out of me. To, to answer your question, uh, State is at 83, which is tied for seventh in the country. And uh, Tennessee was at 103, but I saw earlier they're in their midweek game and they're at 107, which tie, oh, they already tied their uh, record their single season record with like probably a couple months left to play for them. So, but uh, yeah, to what you were saying, they're basically, they look a mirror image of what Arkansas was last year, pretty much. And we know what happened there. So. I feel like Tennessee's even like, dare I say it a little bit better than Arkansas was last year. I think they have, I think they have a better offense. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's scary. But one team I'll look out for if they make it to Omaha is Oregon State. Um, yeah, yeah I've watched some of them. They, they look pretty good. I don't know if they have any child molester uh, pitchers on the roster this year, but they look pretty decent. Um, I, I'm kind of trying to think of somebody out of the Big 12. like Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State or Texas Tech, maybe. Um, Oklahoma State could uh, beat, beat Texas. Yeah, beat but Texas, Texas kind of fought, fell Texas apart. Is, I don't think. Yeah, South Texas Carolina not, beat Texas. Back. Right. Bama almost beat Texas. Yeah, Texas is one that I did not see collapsing like they did this year. As we get around from school to school here, Reed, I got to ask you, because you got some takes on schools, and we talk about this a lot. Uh, three worst fan bases in the conference. Go. Uh, overall, yep. Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama. I like okay. it. I like the picks. Why the Alabama? Yeah, I'm just curious because a lot of people say Alabama, and I was just wondering your opinion on it. Fair weather fan. That, and they're also like the most insecure fan base. They can't ever appreciate another team's success in anything. I can't wait for Saban to leave or retire or die or whatever happens. I hope he doesn't die, but like and for the Georgia fans, I've seen LSU fans in football in person, Ole Miss. I've seen almost every SEC fan base in person. And the last time I saw I saw them last year in Jacksonville, 
and I saw them one other time as a state fan in 2010. They were nice then, but when I wore Florida colors, they treated me worse in person than any Ole Miss, OSU, or Bama fan ever did when I was wearing state stuff. They, to their rivals, they are undoubtedly the worst fan base I've ever seen. And it's weird to me. Anytime I've been to T Town, my experience, I mean, yeah, they weren't the nicest, but like nobody there seemed to really know like anything about sports. Like I ran into the, a bunch of the like all, I mean, like 58% of their campus is a Greek life, I'm pretty sure. Last time I checked, they have all these people from up north that are like from Michigan and New York and Ohio. And they just like have no idea. I, I, I went down there the year that, uh, Tua took Jalen Hurts' spot, 18, I guess, right after they, they won the Natty. And, like, there was multiple people that did not know who Jalen Hurts was. There were, like, juniors and seniors. Just low IQ fan base all around. I said a lot of Alice State Florida fans are. They know who Tebow is because he goes back to Florida. Yeah. But they couldn't tell you – even though Steve Spurrier lives in Gainesville, they couldn't tell you that he won the Heisman, and they couldn't tell you that who Danny Warfel is, who won the national champion, who won Florida's first national championship. Unless they were born and raised a Gator fan, they could not tell you any one player on that 96 team. They probably don't even know who Urban Meyer is or Aaron they, Hernandez. I think they knew it, Hernandez is because a bunch of students wear his jerseys as a joke there. Oh, well, yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, okay. They, Percy, they Percy Harvin then. Yeah, they wouldn't know they wouldn't know who Percy is at all. Or Brandon Spikes or any of those players. Yeah. That's so sad. But uh okay. So yeah. the the flip I guess on locations worst three SEC towns. Right, Columbia, Missouri, Columbia, South Carolina. And I've never heard anything good about College Station. You know, I really haven't either. Even though they have like 70,000 people at their school, I've I've never heard anything good about College Station either, other than the call field. I heard it looks like – I heard the campus looks like North Korea. I've seen some pictures. It doesn't look – it doesn't look – I think that's kind of insulting to North Korea. Uh They have a lot of weird traditions there too. A lot of kissing going on. Extremely culty. Yeah. All I, all you have to do is show somebody that video of the uh, last fall, the the fighting Texas Texas Aggie guy, and their like midnight yell thing. Oh, and then he lost the state that Saturday. Yeah. That was yeah. hilarious. Yes, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I will yeah. say for Florida's campus, the original part of Florida's campus is really nice because you got like massive oak trees with Spanish moss, and it looks like a Florida campus. But some of like newer areas by the medical school, there's nothing nice really at all. Like the like the original part though, I will say it is really nice and kind of like old looking, like the, like the architecture of the buildings and whatnot. Classic, if you will. Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying a second ago about the midnight yell thing, uh, uh, I was. Uh, actually talking to the girlfriend over the weekend about that and about the things that they were doing right before the state game last year. 
and uh all the stuff they were saying and everything and i was like talking mad shit about the whole thing and uh the girlfriend did was not very amused she did not like what i had to say about it at all dude i don't know how anybody can defend that it's uh, like if that happened in Starkville, I would probably burn all my state gear. <laughs> oh, I got I got breaking news right here. Uh, Florida beat writer for uh, actually the Florida Gators senior writer for two different websites. Thirteen minutes ago, he reported that Hunter Barco's having Tommy John surgery. Oh, so yeah, yeah we know all that about sucks. that. So welcome to our world. Worried uh, you had to do it all over again. Since you're, you know, in your like seventh or eighth year of college, would you, uh, would you go to state for four years or would you go to Florida for four years if you had to pick one? Probably Florida for four years. I think it's, I'm not the smartest guy, but for what I want to do with my major, they have like one of the top ranked uh, journalism programs and there's like a nightlife and having fun as a student i would say outside of the football game days florida's like more fun yeah okay i, I can I, respect that okay I, let's say if you're if you're an athlete baseball or football where would you rather attend probably actually state i would say state's putting more players in the league in both sports and still as of now unbiased state still has better football facilities right now because state has like their own standalone weight room and everything whereas florida is now building theirs that's crazy so they're way behind in arms race all right that's should never happen yeah i i thought i thought for like i knew that florida's new uh their old ballpark baseball wise was kind of lacking and i knew that they had pumped a bunch of money in to build the new stadium and you know it's not real big but it's nice um, but I did not know that about the football facilities. I thought for sure, you know, with all that money going into the – or what I thought was going to be a lot of money going into that football program, I figured that their their facilities should, you know – I thought that they would be pretty nice, but uh, that, that kind of shocked me when you said that. I don't think they really started thinking about it until Strickland got there and he saw how bad it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, we kind of – uh, I got a question I got, for you. I got one more ranking. I got to get off, Matt. Oh, okay. I got to get right. off my chest. Right. Get it off. Get it off. Reed, I need you to rank your your top 14 SEC teams. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> on your favorite ones. <laughs> but really, but really though, who are you pulling for this weekend? I would stay. I do not like Florida baseball whatsoever. See, I don't think that's how it works, man. You gotta ride with one. Well, you mean you gotta, okay? You gotta ride with like foot, like a school in general. So like football, baseball, whatever. Or what do you mean? By yeah. That? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, if you're playing in basketball, I'm going for a state. Like I'd go for a state over any other team. I still I follow football and want them to do good in basketball and football because I also like group kind of group of Florida fan as well. When I went there, but I'm choosing state over them. Every day of the week and twice on Tuesday. So in, in in any sport, State's playing Florida, you're pulling for State. Oh, yeah, it could be – they could be playing for the national championship in baseball or anything, and I'm still going for State. It could be tennis, I'm going for State. And it's okay. baseball, football, ping pong, swimming, whatever. Yeah. 
All right. We're cool then. I'm just making sure. Matt, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I was just wondering, uh, Reed, with the, the group chat that we're all in, and you know which one I'm talking about, like, you have kind of been, you know, deemed in the, you know, I guess last year, the kind of group chat bad guy. You're like the antagonist in the whole group chat, I guess. Uh, was that something that you sought after because of your some of the takes that you have put into that chat? Or is that just something that is just kind of, you didn't mean for it to happen, but it just kind of happened? No, that didn't start until Bill joined the chat. Because before then, <laughs> it was, everything was fine. And then he started, he's the one that, no, he and a different Ole Miss fan made that joke. And he's no longer in the chat because I heard people don't like him. I'm not going to name his Twitter handle. And then Bill joined when he was still in it. And Bill is the one that made the run and joke now. That's true. Well, because I think what happened was Florida was playing some team, and they weren't even playing state. It's not a conference. I'm like, yo, I hope the Gators like win by three touchdowns, and that's how it started. It's wow, just funny because cool like some of the hills that you choose to die on in that chat just don't make sense to me, and it's it's kind of funny. I I just follow along and read everything. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. Some of your sports takes are equivalent to chefs' food takes. And uh, that, so only have that's why one you bad, only have one sports take that's out there. And it's the best college football teams ever. Yeah, why can't you acknowledge that 2019 LSU is at least top three, if not the best of all time? I was holding playing outside Joe Burrow and the two receivers. I was not impressed with them whatsoever. Bro, are you trying to say that about Clyde? I forgot about him as well. But yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Even, like, Thad Moss. JJ. Chase. Terrence Marshall. Even when I watched them beat Bama in 19, I know I'm not trying to, like, play the what-if game, but Bama fumbled in the red zone on, like, the 10-yard line. If Tua doesn't literally drop the ball when no one's around him, Bama scores and they win that game. And then he barely beat Texas. And they struggled against State for one half. Texas was the first game of the year. Uh, well, they struggled against State for one half. It was like 17-9 and nine at halftime. And I thought State might have pulled, would, had tried to pull the upset. Bro, it was Garrett Schrader and Joe Moorhead. <laughs> they weren't pulling no upset. The, 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 the upset of the day was Chauncey Rivers pulling Joe Burrow's ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened. That was the well, one of the feel, greatest. I just feel like some of the USC teams I saw as a kid left a longer impression. I thought they were better. Well, we'll have to have you back during football season and really hash yeah. hash some of these takes that I've seen out. But uh, we're gonna crunch numbers. It's gonna get real grimy and detailed. So you better start yeah. taking notes. So, uh, right. kind of finishing up, uh, Reed. You said you think State's gonna take Saturday and Sunday this weekend and Florida's going to take Friday or uh, does that change with the uh, news about y'all's pitcher or about Florida's pitcher? I think, I think state now can win for, I think state's winning Sunday for sure. Friday, Saturday, both toss-ups, but I think state will take two out of three. They'll win the rubber match. I'm, I'm going to say we win Friday and Sunday. I think that's, that that's my prediction. I think we dropped the Saturday okay. game. Yeah, I'm not I still, feeling too I still good. I think that's how it happens. 
yeah, I'm not feeling too good about Preston Johnson right now. I'm going to also think that we take Friday and Sunday. Brandon's been dealing pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting weekend. It's pretty much going to end the loser season. So, uh, I would say best of luck, but, uh, pretty sure we're all state fans in this chat. You just know about Florida, but Reed is good to have you on, man. We got one question before we let you off. And it is, uh, if you were, uh, if you were playing baseball and you were in the dude this weekend and you walked up to the plate, what would your walk-up song be? Oh, wild thing. That's wild in thing. the movie major league. That's yeah. Mine. Wild thing from the movie Major League. All right. Extremely read of you. All right. Well, uh, thanks for getting on, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. It was good talking to you. Thanks for having me on. All right.